Hello and welcome to the Terminal Velocity Podcast issue, officially issue 17, unofficially issue 21, I think it is, 20 or 21. Um, pretty impressive that we've gotten this far. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Scott. My, and I'm Andrew. And uh, this is going to be our year in review issue. Uh, we're going to sit back and kind of take a look at 2018, the year that was 2018, and kind of talk a little bit about uh, what some of the books that we really liked and want and kind of stood out for us and, and uh, want to talk about good or bad. Um, and then maybe do the same thing for movies or TV shows. Sounds good to me. And uh, and then maybe we'll we'll wrap up with some some high level plans for what we have kind of kicking around in our heads for 2019 to kind of build on what we would like to think is some of the momentum that we've been carrying through and uh, hopefully keep everybody on board and help to, to grow the, uh, the terminal velocity fan base. And if you're listening to this, that means the apocalypse did not happen at New Year's and there's going to be more. <laughs> There's gonna be more. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. The calendar could end, and this That's could right, go off know. into the ether of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you ever listened to. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so let's get into. Uh, let's maybe start it off with. Um, let's switch things up a bit, and because I think we're gonna go longer on the books than we're gonna go on in the movies or TV shows. Okay. And maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, what movies or TV shows kind of stuck out for us uh, okay. most this year. This year was a pretty good year for, I think, he, comic book related movies for sure. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll sit back and kind of I I watched one recently that we were shitting on a long time ago. And, <laughs> which which and one was this? This was Venom, and <laughs> I know. The other people in the room seemed to enjoy it. There were some massive plot issues. <laughs> that... So, Scott, I have one important question. <laughs> yeah. Will this movie fade like a turd in the wind? Yes. It already... It, I, I would like to say that it already has for me, and the only reason <laughs> it hasn't is because I can actually see it on my screen right now as one of the movies listed <laughs> oh my God. that came out. Um, yeah, like, just really confusing story mechanics in here about where these where the symbiotes come from why they bond with some people but kill other people when they try and bond with them where they come up with their own names um like venom is its own name it's just the symbiote's name that's what it goes by oh just uh, okay yeah yeah like it, it doesn't it there's a whole ton of stuff that just doesn't really seem to make sense in the in the whole scheme of of the movie um i don't think you've had a chance to or i don't know that i'd call it a good chance to watch this yet have you i have definitely not no so i guess if and when it comes to one of the streaming services you'll you, you should check it out just for the sake of seeing what kind of a train wreck is um yeah like once once it like hits you know <laughs> hits uh netflix or one of these streaming services i'll probably put it on in the background just to to take in all the glory of how bad it is but i don't think it's going to be on the it'll never achieve the greatness that is aqua dude bro <laughs> jesus no I, I i wouldn't i wouldn't even sully it saying that it's close to aqua dude bro it's definitely nowhere near that this is this is way down on the 
Oh, what would we compare this to in most recent years? I wouldn't. Spider-Man three. It's somewhere in the Spider-Man three slash. Um, what was the last X-Men? The Last Stand. The 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 really shitty one with See, when wait, Phoenix showed up. Wait, which which one when Phoenix showed up that was shitty? <laughs> <laughs> the the uh the Brett Ratner There's, one. The, oh, okay. The, so that the, last, the last stand. of the original last stand, yeah. <laughs> that was I, like I would I dare say that, that Apocalypse is in that range though, sir. Yes, it would be it would be somewhere in there, although Apocalypse still gets slightly better because I enjoyed its graphics a little bit more. Fair another enough. another point of contention that even my wife had with Venom was that he looked a little bit like the shrunken head dude from Beetlejuice. <laughs> where Venom's head is really, really tiny, but his he- his body is just absolutely enormous. So oh, it just never looks right at any point. And it doesn't help that you've got a guy that's like five foot nothing that grows to be like seven feet tall just because of this goo, basically, is what it looks kinda like. It kind of makes me think of that Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends video game where Venom's a villain and he grows to the size of a building. Yeah, yeah, that would be very much. It, it's just it it was a it was a flaming wreck. <clears throat> so that that one kind of sticks out for me as uh, as one of the one one of the more interesting even recent ones that I've watched. So okay. I'll I'll let it, I'll bounce it over to you. Maybe we'll just volley these back and forth about whichever ones we want to talk about. Well, in terms of comic movies, like the the I'll, I, what I'll give you kind of a list, and this is not in any particular order. I just kind of brainstormed a couple of the ones that I enjoyed this year. But there uh, is Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, mm-hmm. Aquaman, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, Death the Death of Superman, and Deadpool Two. Uh, and I could even throw an Ant-Man and the Wasp into that pile um, in, in terms of movies that I enjoyed this year. Right. Um, I don't know if I could give a definitive answer to which one was my favorite. Um, I mean, Avengers Infinity War is pretty epic. It's it's kind of hard to to not give that the, the crown uh, just because of what it achieves in that movie. But at the same time, I really dug Black Panther, so it's they're kind of like hand in hand for me with those two. I could I could pretty honestly say uh, those are solid movies. Those are definitely solid. I think uh, at least one of those that you're missing out on, I would say, was The Incredibles Part Two. You know um, what? I totally forgot about that one, and I never actually saw it yet. It was it's really really good. Um, it, it picks up. It picks up where the other one left off and is it's actually a really fantastic animated fantastic form movie is really what it comes down to. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that one. But one of my definitive favorites uh, from this year for sure was Thor Ragnarok. Was that this year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was this year. I thought that look. was late last year. I could be completely wrong. Let me look it up. Yeah, the... Um... Well, you're looking that up. I'll I'll just mention. Uh, so, like Teen Titans Go to the Movies, I Shit. I thought was was actually, <laughs> I, I just thought it was like a fun, laugh out loud kind of like goofy cartoon. Um, I loved all the little DC references, even like poking fun at themselves, which was pretty funny. Um, you're I'd like right. to I'd like to see more of those. Yeah, Thor Thor Ragnarok. Apologies was. 2017 god damn it 
<laughs> Sorry I, to call you out. <laughs> that's no worries. I thought for sure that was that was this year. I thought it came out just before Black Panther, but um, technically speaking, it 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 was the last I think before Black Panther came out because Black right. Panther was like February, I think. Right, because I, I must have I must have seen it late then. That's what my problem was. Oh well, so yeah, okay, Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that for sure. <laughs> That was, uh, that's definitely one of the better ones. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like, I've rewatched Infinity War since its release, and it's still just as impactful. Um, that, that setup for the, the conclusion, I, I would, I like to think of the, that movie's gonna be the conclusion, uh, to, like, phase three, I guess. Uh, and it, even that era of, of Marvel movies, because I think at this point, with the inflated salaries and and yeah. just sheer volume of cast, they're gonna have to shake it up. Um, but yeah, like twenty eighteen is is a year where we had a movie on that scale in comics. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty incredible. It is it is really incredible to finally see something like that come to life on the screen. Uh, what they've been building for for all of that time to to come to proper fruition and. Well, I mean, the fact that they didn't a just sympathetic shit, shit it Thanos. out, you know? Yeah, and, and having a sympathetic villain in it. Like, you, you, you could argue for or against Thanos um, in the movie, really. You don't... I don't think he comes across as necessarily... Like, he's not the mustache-twirling villain that you'd expect to come through in some of the comic book movies. He's, so he's, he's a guy definitely... Where he's, sorry. No, I was just going to say, he's definitely a guy where you sit back and you go, you know, he doesn't necessarily have a a bad point <laughs> to, to everything that's going on. I mean, there's I mean, been I'm, days where I felt like snapping my fingers and half the population being gone for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm good. People can, can take off. You guys can all go. <laughs> um, but you're right. I mean, Deadpool still was, was, was kind of fun in its own way. I'd like to see, I know my, um, my oldest son really wants to go see Once Upon a Deadpool or whatever they're calling it because mm, yeah. the more family-friendly version. Um, I'm still not necessarily sold on how friendly that would be, but... Um, I'm a little... Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see, like, what... Because PG... I mean, it says it's PG, but, like, what is their definition of yeah. PG in, in today's, like, market? Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it would be interesting. And then we've, I mean, I still did actually, there's a lot of problems with it, but I did enjoy Ant-Man and the Wasp, like you say. So I would put that, I, I think I would probably have Infinity, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's kind um, of how that would go. Ant-Man and the Wasp, like it, it, it I mean, it very much felt like a side story, but it, it's a, it was fun. Um, I thought I thought the female characters kicked ass too, which like mm-hmm. isn't just shoving something down your throat. It they just they were fleshed out strong characters. Um, so I really enjoyed that they that they were able to portray them that way. Um, and they weren't just you know it was Scott needing to be saved at times you know so I I kind of like that too. 
Yeah, it was definitely a meanwhile in San Francisco <laughs> type of type of situation, but it was a I hell mean, of a lot of if, fun. If Avengers Infinity War, the movie, was a comic, Ant-Man and the Wasp would be the backup, like the five-page backup story. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but sure. sometimes you get a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes. And this one was worth it. I mean, I think they ruined, some of the movie got ruined by the fact that you saw so much of it in the trailers. Yeah. Um, a lot of the things that should have been big kind of high stakes moments or, or just really fun moments got Giant ruined in it. Spencer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even just being in the tiny car and then it growing and being tiny again, like all of that really yeah. cool um, shrinking stuff kind of got out wasted a little bit. Um, okay, so let's take a break from the 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 comic book ones and let's talk about any other kind of movies that we went out to see um i know that we did a post on on uh halloween's yes i, I hesitate to call it a re-release but a the halloween movie yeah. um what other kind of genre specific ones do you, kind of stuck out for you well uh to be perfectly honest uh i became a father this year so <laughs> I, I didn't really see a whole bunch of movies. Uh, <laughs> kind of just that kind of thing kind of dried up. Uh, so I've had to rely on, on waiting for Netflix or iTunes uh, primarily uh, for my movies this year. Just trying to think uh, if I like what I would have seen this year. Um, Did you get out to uh, or were you able to watch through any means A Quiet Place? Yes, via iTunes. <laughs> right. So I, I, I had heard that how good it was, uh, or at least what people were saying about it, so I pre-ordered it on iTunes. And uh, I did really enjoy it until, you know, like, you know I thought about it. <laughs> uh, you know, why not live at the waterfall? Or, you know, <laughs> use sound against them. Yeah. Like, just simple things like that can kind of, uh, you know, hurt the premise. However, uh, it was very well made. Uh it, it 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 decided on its premise and it, and it went for it and it's at least believable while you're watching it that that's the world you mm-hmm. it, it doesn't ever come across like it's not genuine or like they're really stretching even though you know you think about it later and, and it's it's stretching um yeah one of the things that i think i liked most about it was um you do watch it and you're right. You're like, okay, why don't, why aren't you just staying someplace where there's a lot more noise where you would never be noticed? Um, but then it's also, you sit back and you think, well, this is just one family struggle. So really maybe they have like some other broader aspect of this world may have figured out how to handle these things a little bit more with, obviously if they're sound related, then sound is also going to be their weakness, but. Well, we are getting a quiet place too, from what I heard. So maybe we'll find out. I really hope not. <laughs> like that's one of those stories where I think it's it's best left as is. I think yeah. it'll, it'll. I could be completely wrong. I may, as I've been wrong before on many different things, as we've found out on the podcast, uh, that I thought would be shit and turned out to be really fun. Um, I didn't like it. One thing that I thought would be shit and didn't turn out to be fun was Solo. Yeah, and I was going to bring that up uh, in terms of like <laughs> thinking about something after the fact. In during Solo, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun kind of adventure. Uh, it's as close to you know Harrison Ford Han Solo as you're really going to get with somebody else 
being being him because Han Solo very much is Harrison Ford, so it's not, yeah. there's very little you can do aside from like an impersonation to really capture that character. Yeah. I thought Alden Ehrenreich did a serviceable job, uh, especially with all the problems that movie had apparently behind the scenes. But like you told me, when you think about it, Han Solo funded the rebellion. Like it just it just collapses for me. And it's yeah. it's distinctly the first and only Star Wars movie I haven't bought, and I own the prequels. Yeah. So oh, no. it. Uh, you know, like, you know, I'm not saying I wouldn't pick it up on sale sometime, mm-hmm. but, man, <laughs> like, that pro- like that in itself is a huge problem for me in terms of, star- like, Star Wars lore. Like, I'm a huge Star Wars guy, and I just take a real big issue out of that. Yeah, I was in I, the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was cutting you off. Finish your thought. I'm just, like, I'm in the camp that didn't think we needed a, a solo movie to begin with. And especially with Disney having the Disney Plus plans, and they're going they're going all in on the streaming. They very well could have done this as a show, uh, or even have the character show up in other shows if they really wanted to tell this story. It didn't feel like a big enough story to be a movie. No, I agree. I think I think Han Solo would work as its own kind of um, crime TV show. I think yeah. it would really it could really be pulled off that way. And I could be wrong about the whole at the end of the movie that oh he ends up funding the rebellion. But well, it sure as I shit mean, seemed that way. Well <laughs> like, the rebellion, I mean, is is multifaceted. Like if you follow the other uh, stuff like mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebels and all that, it's a bunch of, of rebel groups that eventually galvanize and come together to form like the rebellion we see in A New Hope. So like you could argue that he didn't, but he kind of did. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was a heavy influence. <laughs> it's like he he will never know that he did, but he did. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So like that. <laughs> and I agree. I mean, it's one of those ones where I just thinking about it after you said it, I don't own it either. <laughs> it's yeah. not one that landed in my in my video library. <laughs> and I'm I'm nuts. I'll go to a movie in theaters and then pre-order it on itunes that same night oh yeah me too you know so like yeah, it, it's sure. it's crazy like and that one i just couldn't pull the trigger on um yeah and uh, i will say you felt the budget constraints in that movie which is not something you could say for any star wars movie before mm-hmm. i mean what was up with the wookies oh my god so the, Chewbacca you mean looked, the, looked right the, the planet it's of the, the apes ones yeah they, they yeah. literally looked like the 1970s planet of the apes or like Harry I, and the Henderson's costume or something, and they just like hoped you wouldn't notice. I think I openly mocked it in the theater when I was there. I think I was that that dickhead in the theater being like, what is this? Oh, my God, look at that. It, but they it, were terrible. They were terrible so, costumes. It was so bad. And I'm like, okay, fine, they were slaves in a mine. Doesn't mean they shouldn't look like Wookiees. Yeah. Like, I literally think they just... I, I would love to see the behind-the-scenes photos to show what the masks really look like because they try to obscure it through the whole sequence so you don't really see a good shot of their faces ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing they were using some other old costume and thought no one would notice. They used Planet of the Apes. I'm, I guarantee that's what they had to use. They used some Planet of the Apes fucking costumes for some <laughs> goddamn reason. And... <laughs> That's what they came out with. Well, but maybe it was because insulting. the budget forced them to have to reshoot half, half or more of the movie. 
Yeah. Absolutely insulting. Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was that was a turd. Um of a movie. Uh, I would say in terms of movies that also that I, I love this year, uh, we already covered it, but Halloween, uh, I just bought it, uh, mm-hmm. I, as it just came out, but I, I had seen it in theaters with you. We did the review on it and still holds up to me. Like I, I'm about to rewatch it again. Um, <laughs> good man. Good man. But <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought that they really nailed, uh, bringing back a series, and a lot of revivals could take a lot, take a, I don't know, a page from 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 the production of Halloween to on how to do mm-hmm. a revival. Yeah, I agree. I think there's there's ways to do it where you're paying respect to something and still making it your own without deviating too much from what made it perfect. Exactly. To begin with, and we, like you say, we said it in the podcast. We'll say it again. They did a phenomenal job, and anybody that hasn't watched that should go watch it because it, it is definitely a classic horror movie. <laughs> definitely. Um, just trying to think, just looking through my, what I've seen this year. Um, did you ever get out to see the Meg? No, I did not. No. What did yes. you think of it? The Meg was a hell of a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie to you. I went to that. I went to a drive-in, which I thought yeah. was the perfect way to go see the Meg, a big ridiculous shark movie has to be enjoyed outside with your kids eating popcorn kind of in the middle of the night, kind of eat being eaten alive by mosquitoes. It was, it was a great way to watch the movie. It was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, everybody enjoyed it. My wife included, like we all sat back and we're all like, that was, that was stupid. And that was fun. That was what (laughs) a big, a big movie is. When I go into a movie, knowing that there's going to be a gigantic shark that eats people, I got exactly what I wanted out of that movie. (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> Didn't have to think about a single thing that made no sense in the plot because it was completely ridiculous to begin with. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Down with that. This was a bit of a switch from um, I was felt let down. I know the kids still enjoyed this one, but I felt let down watching uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I was actually about to bring that one up, and I, I disagree. I, I actually enjoyed that one. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like I don't know, like I didn't expect like a whole lot from it. Uh, especially like I thought Jurassic World was like uh, was a fluke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I don't know, I I I had the you know humans make stupid mistake, dinosaurs are you know start killing people. Um, you know, like I'm not a huge fan of the, uh, you know, hybrid dinosaur things that they're that the, this this series of uh, Jurassic Park movies has has done. But um, I mean, as, in essence, all the dinosaurs in the series are are hybrids of sorts. So like it kind of fits the world uh, or, or narrative. Um, I'm curious to see what Jurassic World three is going to be about because I'm not wanting like a post-apocalyptic dino world if that's what they're going for you don't want a mad max with dinosaurs are you sure i'm 99.999 percent sure that i don't want that because now that i've actually said that i wouldn't mind a mad max with dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> i think that could be oh maybe they'll actually... bring tom hardy back for it <laughs> no 
No, see, now you've ruined it. <laughs> you've ruined it. Okay, bring back Mel Gibson. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now I'm back on board. Um, no, but that to be in, in all honesty, that's kind of my my biggest issue with it is is the hybrids, mm-hmm. is the fact that they've just and, and it's funny because I just talked about how ridiculous I I enjoyed the Meg being completely stupid and just going over the top and mm-hmm. you know a, a giant shark that eats people, dinosaurs being in that same regard. But I feel like they're getting carried away in their own concept, trying to be so. clever about it, um, and that's just kind of where I keep falling and I, and I'm getting really tired of the movies always falling back on the velociraptors being like the best dinosaurs ever. Yeah. Not that I know (laughs) what, what my personal favorite dinosaur would necessarily be, but I just, I don't feel like they've got that right. And the more I read about them with my kids, the more even I'm starting to get annoyed with like, where the fuck are the feathers on these things? (laughs) Okay. So my wife and I talked about, Recently, because like if you look at dinosaur toys now, they're starting to like put, put like feathers on them, and yeah. I think science maybe science uh, you know had it all wrong, and they were just giant birds, but now they they've created this <laughs> years of academia that said that they're these giant lizards. They're, yeah, they they got to backpedal slowly. <laughs> so you know, no one so wants to. No one, one. <laughs> a giant chicken isn't going to be cool to somebody, right? Like. So, I, I don't so know. You it have, could be. Well, maybe. <laughs> so you're thinking that in the next one they're going to start to give some feathers to them. Well, no. But they they can just explain it by, you know, because they mixed frog DNA with them in this world. So they are mutants. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I know that's what they're going to come out with, <laughs> that it's it's all mixed with frogs and it's all mixed with because there's so many other things. It's just... I don't know. Maybe it's just because I got annoyed at this one with yet but, another Uber Raptor that comes out. Like, yeah. Well, what's really funny too um, is that in the original movies, the T Rex, the Velociraptors, they were the scary enemy. Mm-hmm. And like a good comic book movie, you know, or or a team show, you know, you defeat the big bad of season one. So in season two, the big bad joins the team. Yeah. Right. And that. They've really kept up with that tradition in in, in the Jurassic World movies because now the T Rex and the Velociraptor are the guys that save the humans' asses now. Yeah, every time, <laughs> right? You know, like I I enjoyed in Jurassic World they had the T Rex come out of nowhere and save the day again, but then gets interrupted by the the volcano erupting because mm-hmm. you know it does its little uh, you know um, victory roar and then it got interrupted and ran off. <laughs> yeah. It's silly. It's 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 it's. But I found it to be a fun movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's got its fun moments. I won't lie. It was a, it was a good popcorn movie. But just in terms of like, I remember being a teen, like young, and when Jurassic Park came out, and just being all over that movie. Oh, I saw and that now, theaters and, too. Like, a... yeah, multiple times. And I'm getting really tired of the some of just the the rehashing. Again, which is contradictory of me because I just I like it. I, I want it always. I want brand new stuff, but don't well, mess. We just with talked about and... Halloween's revival. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, I know that I like this. This is the problem that, that that people have with me is that I just I'm just an asshole and I just can't decide which way yeah, no, I like you, my no, story. You, you just know what you like when you like it, and you know you don't like something when you don't like it. Yeah, and, and I feel like the, <laughs> these stories they need to start doing something different. I never ended up getting out to see uh, the Predator. I heard from uh, what I heard, you would have gouged your eyes out. 
Yeah. See, and I'm, I'm, I'm still tempted to buy it at some point, don't, but I, I'm really it, hopeful. I'm really hopeful. I've uh, heard enough about it that I will say, don't waste your money. Wait, <sighs> just wait for Netflix. It'll be out there in a month. I guarantee it. All right. I'll, that's it, what I'll do. Then. It's just I'm like, I really that enjoy it's, it's beyond terrible. Really? Yeah. Uh, like, you know, like what was that last alien movie? I can't remember the, the name now. Um, uh, Covenant. Covenant, yeah. It, it's like an it's a it's an abortion like that one. I enjoyed that. I worse, mean, I think it's worse than that from how it's described. Oh, like I, I know I know that those the prequel Alien movies get a, a bad rap, but I kind of enjoy them. See, I the enjoy Prometheus. That they, that they don't. I don't think that they really feel like they tie in to the movie, so I'm kind of okay with them being their own horror sub story thing i loved prometheus i i loved the trailer for covenant and i was so upset with that how that turned out i just something was missing in that movie it was too predictable yeah i'll admit to that it did feel it, it felt like they were trying to go somewhere with prometheus they kind of got there with this one and then shit the bed a little bit and let it turn into just a regular old alien movie. Well, 2019 is supposed to reveal something that's going on with the alien universe. So um, it's being teased right now. I don't know what, it, like there's no news on what it is, whether it's movie or TV or comic or anything, but we'll have to keep an eye on that. Okay. Well, that'll uh, be fun. I, I'm that, a big fan of the alien franchise. I really am. Even the bad well, ones. Same here. I, ones I, I, I still like alien three and resurrection. Like they're terrible, yep. terrible movies. But uh, I can still watch them. <laughs> yeah, they're they're awful. You're right. They're absolutely terrible. I don't hold them in any continuity, so I don't care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like Although, I just... <laughs> maybe I'm in the minority, but I really liked the human hybrid alien, even though technically the alien xenomorphs are human alien hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but think the, the more the more human, they're too, they're too close of a cousin now, yeah. so they're starting to get like that four finger type aspect thing going on. <laughs> The gene pool gets a little, little too thin. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, not to shit on this year further, but uh, one I was really excited to watch, so I pre- I bought it on iTunes because I couldn't get out to see it, was The Nun. Oh, I never saw that one. I really and wanted to see it because I like... Look, I like... you might find it entertaining. It's not. It's not horrible in that sense. But like when you take I love the sales pitch that has to start like that. <laughs> Listen, you <yeah>. might <laughs> you might like this thing, but chances are you might not. No, like the problem with it is that it's it's spun out of the conjuring, which is supposed to be based on true events type storytelling. Like it's you're supposed to believe it could have happened in in our real world. This one takes that and it's like Eh, fuck that. And he throws out this like completely ridiculous, unbelievable story that you're supposed to believe is is it happened. And at the same time, it directly connects to the first movie at the end in its little prologue. Oh. Or epilogue, sorry. And so, like, I'm just like, how can you tell us a completely impossible story and then try to say it still happened in, in the same reality? It just... 
and I'm saying that without going into the plot because it's not worth my time. But it <laughs> it was a, okay. a sore, sore disappointment for me. Oh, that's too bad. I was really looking forward to that because, like, I that's another franchise that I actually enjoy. Well, yeah, it, it's been pretty solid for the most part, uh, uh, with a few exceptions, maybe. Um, now one franchise that i actually have been enjoying the further down the road that they get i don't know if you managed to get out to it this year was the most recent mission uh, mission impossible it's funny you should say that i watched it for the first time last night what did you think i loved it it was a hell of a lot of fun they did a great job in that movie. I loved it. I get why it's the top rated one in the whole series. I I do think it's funny that he's getting older, but the women keep getting younger. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, when you think about it, he's been doing Mission Impossible since 94. Yeah. Um, which I'll, I'll give him credit. He's looking pretty good for somebody. He looks pretty close to himself, like, even from 94 to now, you know, like it's all the running that he does. I guess so. Like, he, and I think what I love about the series too, is that he's insane enough that he's doing most of the stuff. Yes. So like it feels genuine. <laughs> like, I think that's true. I think that's, you, that's you look really at him dangling off a helicopter and you know, at least on some part, he was really dangling from a helicopter. Yeah. Or you look out and you're like, oh, that's the spot where he broke his foot. He broke his foot actually filming this movie. And right there, that's the yes, shot. That what is it? He snapped the like, femur or something? Like, yeah. The tibia or something? It was something yeah. brutal. But, you know, yeah. I, I had, you know, I was fascinated to see why Superman had to have a mustache. And I still don't see, <laughs> I still don't see it. Especially the guy ends up with his face half burned off by the end of the movie. I was wondering at what point they actually like needed him for reshoots for justice league and then i thought to myself but i mean it's a thick mustache that that uh that he's got and i was thinking like how long did it really take him to grow that because he looks like he could grow a thick ass beard real fast probably look look how hairy that dude is he probably could have grown it in a week (laughs) so especially like if even if he had like a week or two of it growing couldn't they cgi like a little more into it if they had to I or think just, it was Paramount being a dick on that yeah, one. I, I think that's really what it came down to. Um, <laughs> I, and I don't think the must like shaving the mustache would have saved Justice League in any way. Hey, hey maybe it would have. <laughs> maybe if Superman didn't look weird, he, he would have had let more positives to say. Yeah, I, I sincerely doubt it. But I mean, I was I was really that that was one of the other selling features to get out to the Mission Impossible was to be like, OK, just how big was the mustache that it needed to be in this movie? I know. I think, that, like I said, I think Paramount was just being a dick on that one. But yeah, back to the positives. I, I loved it, man. Like, I, th- I thought this was I love that this sh- the series is still going and they're getting better. They're getting better, and they're embracing how ridiculous they are. Like they went well. That's always been Mission Impossible, really. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be over the top. I even think Part Three mentioned called like is like it's called an Impossible Mission Service or Force or whatever is what IMF stands for. Yeah. So it's like it's. <laughs> they know it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I just love how how like the. Uh, it's like the technology keeps getting more ridiculous. Like I, I, I love that it's a portable scanner now. It's just like a little tiny tablet now that can do the face. Yeah. Um, 
I like that I, it still breaks just as easy though. Yeah. <laughs> it's still it's still not it's not really perfect technology, but they are definitely I, making it much more. I will portable. say, um, I don't know if it was intentional, but like it was pretty obvious even from the trailers that Henry Cavill's CIA agent Walker was going to be a bad guy. Like oh fuck yeah. Like I were they like I couldn't tell if they intentionally, you know. Yeah, I don't know that they even tried to hide that. It didn't feel like they at did. all. It yeah, you're right. It definitely didn't feel like there was any kind of. I'm like I was just in like, the plotting at all. It was just supposed to be like here is your clear bad guy from get from like scene one. This is your bad dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was waiting for the like okay like when he was talking to to the, um what do you call it he was talking to um Amanda Waller um. Let's just Green, call her Amanda Waller. Yeah, from Green La- from Green Lantern, Amanda Waller. She was like, well, she basically was Amanda Waller. Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> I'll give her credit, Angela Bassett. She, uh, when he was talking to her, providing the suspicion against Hunt, I'm like, okay, this is Mission Impossible, what seven? Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't Ethan Hunt be beyond suspicion at this point? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but and even when he's reading it out and she's looking at him, you're like, yeah, she knows you're full of shit, dude. She knows it. (laughs) The guy saved the world like fifteen thousand times. And this one, (laughs) this this, uh, but he was her right hand man, I guess. So it's just unbelievable, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But it was fun to. I was waiting for the scene where it's like, you find it's like you're talking to someone, you think there's someone in that. Oh wait, it's not really him. It's it's the decoy, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got that with the uh, at the returning villain, which, you know, I I guess the surprise was that you know the villain from was it Ghost Protocol was it Ghost Pro no Rogue Nation Rogue Nation uh, returned and he's in fact behind the Apostles as well like that was he's almost like set himself up as like a Blofeld character yeah yeah no I I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed that one I was that that was one I wanted to talk to you about offline. Oh. I didn't know if you'd seen it yet, so I'm glad you actually did enjoy yeah, that one. Well, iTunes had a great sale this weekend, so I uh, <laughs> I got it for twelve ninety nine. Oh, good job. So um, shit, I should go look and see if it's still out there. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's still the price. Um, yeah, no, that was it was super fun. Watch just last night. Um, yeah, I I, <laughs> I just I, I I give I I I don't care about Tom Cruise's personal life, but like he he entertains me. He does. He he has always made a good, fun movie. So I'm I'm completely on board with any Mission Impossible. He is one of those actors that I will at least be like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I will well, see what he's got. What, well, it's like Jack Reacher. Like uh, I gave that a shot. I, I never read the novels or anything, so I didn't know anything about Jack Reacher. I, I still bought it. I, I will admit I'm I was disappointed when I watched those, but <laughs> like you, <laughs> I gave them a chance. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't watch Equalizer two yet, so I can't uh, can't comment on that so much yet. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little. I enjoyed e- the the first Equalizer. I, I really did. I used to watch the TV show. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, like, wasn't there I, like two of them? Um, might was have been. there was there a movie before, like a different movie before, or I feel like there's a couple of iterations of this. 
there there may have been some iterations of it. In all honesty, I preferred Denzel doing the Equalizer when it was Man on Fire. Um, oh, yeah, I like that movie. Like that was that was a killer representation, I think, of of, of more of the Equalizer type thing um, than what we got in in these ones. But it was it was a fun movie. It was. Uh, so it you've was seen fun. you've seen part two. I haven't seen part two yet. Oh. No. Um, the the first set. equalizer was okay, and I was just kind of I'm on the fence about whether I really care about part two. Is kind of what I was meaning. Well, you can get part one and two for fourteen ninety nine right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah, I will, I, I'll look into it then. I know my my wife and I just recently watched um, Ocean's Eight. Okay. How was, <sighs> yeah, that's what I, I think. I think the yeah, the less said about that, the better. That falls into the same camp as kind of like being forced to watch things like the Mamma Mia movies. In um, in, in what world did they think that Ocean's Eight was going to succeed? Ocean's it, Thirteen was garbage. Ocean's Twelve was garbage. Only Ocean's Eleven was actually a fun kind of movie. Ocean's Eight could have been really, really good. Um, there was a few things that I think held it back from being a solid movie. Uh, some of those things were more practical con actions. Okay. Like the reason Ocean's Eleven worked so well was because it was they used some tech stuff like with mirrors and cameras and different things like that. But it was all like, it was really the sleight of hand in the con. Um, in this one, it was a lot of, you know, hacking, um, a lot of 3d printing, a lot of that kind of stuff. And I know that's the tech we've got now. And it's probably what some people would be using to try the future. Yeah. Like the, the future cons, but it just didn't, it didn't have the, it didn't have that con, artist feel to it yeah. so um, then you which i think point. is where it was yeah where it was lacking you didn't feel like the stakes were ever really there because it was like all right well you know you can just you'll just flick the camera and then nobody will know any different <laughs> fair enough so that was that and another one that i kind of got disappointed with um which is sad because it's two of them technically uh because i'm i'm a fan of the rock but okay. i felt i felt let down by skyscraper and rampage I definitely did not. Well, Rampage, like I didn't have any stakes in. It. I thought I was like, okay, this was a good background noise kind of movie. Yeah. Um, the, I just thought it would be more. I thought it would be just more stupid wreckage. But, but skyscraper it, sucked, eh? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't oh, as man. good as I was hoping for. I was kind of hoping it would be like the new, you know, Die new Die Hard, basically. Yeah. That's what I went into it hoping for, Die Hard with one leg type of thing. Now, I'm it, looking at it on iTunes right now. It's 9.99. Is it worth it? No. Really? Oh man. That's really disappointing. No. I don't think it is, unfortunately. I'm a big fan of The Rock. If you can find the rundown, I love for, the rundown for 9.99 or or even 20 bucks, do it. That's a great movie. I still remember seeing that in theaters. That's how much I like that movie. <laughs> That's a great movie. That's <laughs> it's your what is it? Arnold's like your turn. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> that was a great movie. I really liked San Andreas because the rundown fourteen ninety nine on iTunes. <laughs> solid recommendation. Anybody <laughs> listening, you should check it out. Fantastic movie. Um, San Andreas, great like natural disaster, stupid fun. And That's the, what the, I was kind of hoping for. 
And right. I think I'm pretty sure it, one of those two movies was directed by the guy who did San Andreas. I think Rampage was. Yeah. I feel like. That makes more sense with the destruction. Yeah. I was just a little disappointed. I liked the video game. I was hoping it would be a little bit more, you know, kind of homage to the video game type stuff. It just got a little carried away with uber science making Mm. bad animals. So anyway, I think we've gone on for probably really long. Yeah, Yeah. almost 45 minutes on movies. (laughs) And this is a this is a comic book podcast. So maybe it's time we uh, unless there's any big movie that you want to talk about. um, Um, Maybe it's time we move over to to comics. I'm going to say that's a good idea. Okay. All right. So let's move over to our favorite uh, books of 2018. Yeah. And I'll let you start this one off. So I have a hard time picking like an overall favorite, especially over the course of a year. <laughs> I did think about it a little bit and I surely will have forgotten something that was stand out to me. Um, I also, we, cause we've done a lot of retrospective on this show. It, it makes it harder for me to remember what actually came out this year and what we just read this year. Um, but I have to say that I really, um, my top books this year, I'm going to say, was Mr. Miracle, which is one that I got into very late. Mm-hmm. I still don't feel like I even understand the thing, but I really loved it. Uh, and sticking on the Tom King train, uh, his current run with Batman this year, aside from the, the fake-out wedding, has been great. Um, I, I really enjoyed this part of his run. it And, uh, you know... It has taken what they did with the wedding has led to what he's doing now, so I, I gotta give him credit for that. Um, I'm really enjoying extermination, though we talked off off air uh, about issue. What was it? Issue six? Or was it issue uh, five? Issue five. And that's the conclusion, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed to hear the things that I've heard, but up until that point, I, I have been really enjoying it. Um. The relaunch of Amazing Spider-Man has been pretty solid. Uh, ignoring Justice League Drowned Earth, Justice League has been amazing. And uh, The Flash I've enjoyed for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I was digging Uncanny X-Men. Um, I'm hearing some troubling things about that as well that I'm... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know what's going on with Marvel. There's been more disappointments than 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 hits for me with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even like we've wanted to lean the show towards DC. We wanted it to actually be everything. I was just um, about to say that we've had I've had some feedback personally um, from some <laughs> list from one listener uh, for sure, but from different listeners about um, you know you know, when are we going to talk a little bit more about some Marvel books? And I have to be very frank with them and say, once there's something to talk about, (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's, that's sadly where it's at. Cause when I feel like there is something to talk about, I basically have been like championing a couple of the, well, I just remembered one now that you said that, um, cosmic ghost writer. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, man. That was an awesome, fun book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um maybe better than 
ninety percent of what I just listed off. So. <laughs> yeah, I would. So, I would agree. Yeah, like Marvel is great when it's great, but it's really bad when it's bad. And there's been more bad than good, I think, this year. Um, shots fired there, but uh, mm-hmm. like I, I don't think there's anybody that could dispute that. It just hasn't been up to the level you want or expect, and no. uh, I'm, I'm hopeful for 2019, but I'm seeing some things in the pipeline that aren't overly appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have thought Return of Wolverine was going to be up there on the list. It's certainly, certainly not. Nope. And uh, yeah, like I, I, I am glad for Spider-Man. I, I hope, I hope it continues on the upward trend that it's been on, because the last 10 years have been terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Spider-Man is definitely uh, one of the shining gems uh, out of Marvel right now. Um, And and the more I think about it, I think it's the books that in no way, shape or form try and hold on to anything that's going on in the rest of Marvel Mm -hmm. seem to be the ones that 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 are doing really well. Um, Thor's standalone book is is a lot of fun. And if you've been reading it, it's probably a lot harder to get into now. But if you've been reading Jason Aaron's run, from the get-go, um, you're probably really enjoying a lot of what he's been doing in Thor because he's he's really reinventing the character. He's put a good stamp on him. But um, does it feel like that? Does that particular book feel like it all fits together? Like, does the whole Jane Foster for yes. Thor uh, really fit into what he's doing right now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it's definitely got some through lines that you can see coming through. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it, it's because you've had you had the 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 mighty Thor. And then you had the unworthy Thor, which was a very short storyline that was kind of on the go, which was really cool. Um, um, where they just, yeah. And they've talked about the, the Odin son as opposed to Thor, uh, because Jane Foster's Thor was the, the book. And it, I mean, in all honesty, Jane Foster Thor was fantastic as well. Um, that's a, an iteration was, that I wouldn't mind seeing in the movies. It was, it was really fantastic. You saw a different use for Mjolnir, um, the hammer itself was kind of turned into its own character. It was not oh. just a blunt instrument that it's kind of been been used in, in other books. It, it was given its own characteristics and its own right. personality, which was really cool to see come to life in a book. Um, as dumb as that that sentence actually is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would say Thor has been really good. I've been very let down with Uncanny X-Men. Uh, coming off of extermination i was really enjoying extermination and even how it's wrapped up i'm 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 not blown away by it but i'm okay with at least how they've tied it up and they've gotten rid of the younger x-men again Um, so it's just it's just the regular x-men uh back Um, i think that's it i just read the most recent sorry i'm totally cutting you off Go ahead. That's okay. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I, I just read the most recent X Force, and that was really good. So I have, I have some high hopes for things that are gonna be coming out of the X Men world, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think I'm gonna be pinning anything to Uncanny X Men um, for that. Which is interesting because usually it was the tangential stuff that I never really cared about, and it was the core books. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm gonna be more interested in what's going on and on the other side than what's in that core book. But you were saying, yeah, I, I, I mean, you've you've nailed it pretty good there. I was just gonna say like about the young X Men, like that was something I was excited about when it happened initially, 
mm-hmm. and then they just way outstayed their their welcome. And it, it's like it's like the the clone saga with Spider Man. Like the concept is cool, and then it just kept going. Yep. And then they yeah. they just didn't know what to do with them. I'll say the same thing. If there's another Spider Geddon, Spider Verse, whatever, um, that's really gonna piss me off. The oh. original Spider Verse was fine. Spider Geddon, I just I read up on that one as well. I don't understand the reason why they're doing it, and I know it doesn't really tie into the movie, so I'm I'm I think I'm okay shitting on it a little bit right now because I haven't seen the movie yet. I really <laughs> want to go see it this week with the kids. I, I want to see it too. Um, and I did enjoy Spider Verse as its own storyline. I thought that was really fun and interesting, um, introducing you to all the different Spider characters. I I don't think it ever needed to be revisited, so kind of annoyed that it did. I like the original uh, Spider-Verse in the 1990s yeah. Spider-Man cartoon. Oh. <laughs> I think I forget about that one. <laughs> that was a lit. solid cartoon, though. I enjoyed that show. Um, 90s Spider-Man. Years, yeah. yeah, 90s Spider-Man cartoon and 90s X-Men cartoon. Two very oh. solid comic book-related cartoons. And also coupled with uh, Batman the animated, animated Series, which is oh. by far, in my opinion, the best comic cartoon period it is one of the best uh comic cartoons period it is one of the best representations of batman in in uh motion pictures or tv period mask of the phantasm to me is definitively the best batman movie there's ever been yeah it was pretty good i would put it up there i really for all of its flaws i did enjoy the return of the joker which is maybe more of a the batman beyond than the the animated series but i love the uncut version yeah like they they kind of fall into that same those are those are the the definitive batman because you you're getting ridiculous batman fighting supervillains, but you're getting detective batman which is Mm -hmm. what we we don't get a lot of in the books uh, very often so I would agree that those two would be really, really solid. Okay. Yeah, so on, uh, on kind of on top of your list, I'm just going to pile on a couple mm-hmm. um, from my end as well. Uh, like you say, Justice League has been really good. I want to definitely make sure that we give shout outs to um, Black Hammer has been one of my standouts um, for sure. Uh, it has been a standout for me. The Magic Order has been a standout for me. Gideon Falls has been one of those brand new ones that I think is just absolutely fantastic. I would agree with that one, yeah. Um, and then a tried and true that I that I'll always hang a hat on whenever it's published in the year uh, that'll make my list is Saga. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Like, there's no getting away from it. That one will always end up on 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 a list. I think just because it's such a solid solid book. I still have the additional volumes to read beyond what we've read on the on the show um actually you you were just reminded me about it so it might be something i'll be tackling soon but uh yeah i i can't disagree with you and actually just looking back at my list there there's two others that i really want to throw out there that i didn't think i would be enjoying as much as i actually am um and you might be you might be expecting these ones as well um but Heroes in Crisis mm-hmm. uh, has turned out to be something that's very much worth reading. I think. Um, <laughs> I just think of how salty you were about that book. 
I was so down on that book. I thought it would be so, so bad. And I, I couldn't be more wrong. I was looking so forward to Fantastic Four and I was shitting on the idea of Heroes in Crisis and oh, how the world turns because those two have completely swapped worlds. Um, so yeah, Heroes in Crisis and Doomsday Clock. Uh, issue four has dead Wally on it. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm still not happy about what some of the repercussions from it. But it's it's actually a really really good story. Um, Do you think it's all going to be it's all a simulation at the end? I was hoping for that, but because we've actually see it seen it play out in the other books that are kind of on the go. Oh yeah, that's I, right. I don't think it is. I thought for <laughs> sure it was. Well, like while I was reading the last issue, and then I was reminded, no, they've actually you know buried Speedy. They've They've already done. They've already dealt with some of these deaths in in some of the other books. This is not. Yeah. This is not just a a you know on the farm type of situation. This is this is actually further out there. So. You're right. Well then. Dis- disappointed as I am, yeah. Those are those are definitely the standout books, and obviously I would say of the of the um, Bendis. Superman stuff, I would say pick up action over Superman. That's my own personal preference. Yeah, you could probably literally just take Superman and swipe your ass with it. <laughs> That's maybe a little harsher than I was expecting. <laughs> I want to love that book, and it keeps making me mad every 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 time it releases. Like, wh- like where is the epicness of this? And can Rogelzar just fucking die already? <laughs> Can they just get rid of him? Like, yeah, that's I, one of the I, new I just, villains. Sorry, I, 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 should, no I shouldn't be so, like, you know, I shouldn't be spitting so much acid there. But, like, it's just, it's just, it's bad. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's, it's angering because action is so good. Action is fantastic. Action is definitely the, it, it, again, I guess it's on both of our opinions of those two books. It's, it's the one that you should be reading. Well, let it me put has it this a way. much more interesting story that's on the go. Superman is it's reminding me of when Brian Azzarello and Jim Lee took over Superman back in uh, after the success of Hush. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading and I was like, this is crap. <laughs> like, it's so hyped and it's just total crap. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like I'm reading with Superman. And. You know, I, I I still feel salty about some of the stuff in action comics, but overall it's been an entertaining and good read. Superman, nothing is happening except a big long fight with Rogozar, and the world is in the Phantom Zone. It's out of the Phantom Zone. It's in the Phantom Zone. Like I, I just enough. Yeah, and, and now and now Jonathan Kent's coming back, and he's 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 older teenager. now, and yeah. apparently I saw in the solicits coming up. They're fighting this the crime syndicate and Forever Painful is still very much in my memory right now. So I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, like no thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I am curious if Johnny Quick has a cyborg leg or something. That I that would be really cool if he does. <laughs> that that is probably the only thing in it that that would make me smile. Yeah. But I agree. It feels like Superman is actually just a continuation of the Man of Steel. Uh, mini series that he did it's the story that will never end it just keeps going 
and and I agree with you. Rogels are I don't I don't care about it, and it's one of the reasons why I'm not actually reading the Supergirl book. Um, and that, beca- yet that because that is a good I don't book. care about it. I don't care who he is. I don't care where he came from. I know he didn't destroy Krypton. That's a load of bullshit. There's no way that they're going to retcon, you know, all of this history of Superman to being, you know, one dude whose nose is missing and whose teeth are always showing is what destroyed Krypton. Okay, let me put it this way. You know the the truth? Because he's just too crappy looking of a character. Mm -hmm. No offense to the artist. It's well drawn for what it is, but it's just a crappy design. Yep. There's no way you make that and call it Rogel Czar. This is like, what was the thing in Bendis's Ultimate Spider-Man that they they kept trying to make a thing? Um, that stupid Geldof, Geldof or whatever fucking <laughs> character, <laughs> to the point that it's a joke. Like the name shows up as a joke sometimes. Geld, like I'm like, where does he get these names? Did he ask his children? Like his, like hey. What's a cool name? And they're like, Geldof or Rogelzar. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Or, or worse, did he put it put like a like a name generator online or something? And it's like, hmm. I, Don't get I'm, me wrong. I love Bendis. I think he's great. I, <laughs> I like a lot of his other stuff. I don't but like, like this. Sometimes when, when it's bad, it's really bad. Yeah. Okay. So what uh, what books are you actually looking forward to that are coming out next year? So what um, I'm just trying to think what what like n- what net new books are really going to be coming out? I was really hopeful for the Shazam Green Lantern. and Green Lantern. No, oh I'm my, just kidding. I was gonna say uh, no, uh, <laughs> they're far. They've been repelled from my list immediately. Um, I'm still excited about Batman. Uh, it's still chugging along very well and the story is ramping up with the exception of like 61 which had like a kind of a weird deviance from the storyline um i'm sure the story is going to be good it's well written i just don't understand its placement in the story Mm -hmm. um so batman because again this is tom king's 103 issue run or whatever uh also there's a josh williamson uh storyline that's going to intersect um some point in the near future as well it's kind of like a, a fall. I, I think it's a follow up to the button, but I'm not 100% sure. It might be more of a something that's going on with uh, Heroes in Crisis. Or... Yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. So I think that's going to be cool. Um, Flash, I'm curious to see about his, you know, his year one uh, that's going to be ramping up soon. Um, I'm generally excited about DC in general. Um, surprise. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazing Spider Man is another one uh that i still feel like is is building to something and i i'm hoping it builds something good um and i'll i'll be honest i'm interested in seeing uh some of the miller world stuff that's going to come out in the next year and other uh indie books from lemire or uh donny cates any of those guys like they're they're putting out some real solid work so i can only imagine they're going to build upon that in the new year um yeah, I, 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 I'm having a hard time thinking of anything specific. Uh, yeah, no, beyond, that's fair. That's but that's, uh, that's fair. I, I was going to say yeah. a lot of those same ones as well, like the especially the Miller World stuff. I'm really curious to see how some of those are going to come out. Uh, the the relaunch of the Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, could be interesting. Um, just so, because Donny Cates is doing it, I might start picking up Venom actually. 
oh, really? uh, as, a, as a more ongoing um, <laughs> just just to try and stay into some of the Marvel stuff and, and, and keep some of that interest I think it, I, I mean it, his Venom is doing quite well so uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a bit of a, a leap for me just within terms of the Clintar or whatever and the, that yeah. gear, like swords and sorcery guy the villain that he's got and um however uh i do plan to to kind of tackle that in the new year as well um i'm excited for gideon falls like i I haven't been reading the second volume yet because i'm waiting for enough like the issues to come out for a second volume so i've been just saving the issues but uh that book really intrigues me um yeah uh just I, i find them more and more leaning towards indie books lately Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. I've been reading uh, Black Science for a while, okay. um, and I'm curious to see how this one's going to go. I mean, the story's getting more and more crazy. Um, it kind of feels like it's going to start wrapping itself up soon. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but that's uh, that is an interesting book if anybody's reading it. Um, trying to think what else is out there that's that we haven't already talked about that, that I really kind of want to get into. <laughs> it, it's true. It's, 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 there's very sad to say there's very little on the Marvel front and a lot more on the, the DC and the, and the kind of indie indie slash, you know, image or, or dark horse that I'd be more interested in seeing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think too, like uh, like I'm Marvel. Sh- Marvel was teasing some weird, weird stuff about changing the origins or stories of certain characters. Yeah, and I'm like not so digging that, to be honest with you. Well, I'm wondering if it's um, if if that's just kind of their ploy to be like, oh, yeah, because it was like what you know about so and so changes on this day. Like we're destroying the universe or whatever, like you say. But that's not going to be what it is. We all know that. Oh we've, been, we've been teased I'm reading, by I'm, enough. I'm seeing an article things. saying that Daredevil is going to get Asgardian powers. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, and the War of the Realms thing. I'm not going to lie to you. The Jason Aaron stuff has been building to that for a long, long time. So I'll be curious to see how that, how exactly that plays out. I do have interest in seeing it because it played through the, um, the, the Jane Foster, Thor stories so um i kind of feel like i've been locked in for this long i need to see how it all comes out (laughs) okay Uh, i'll I'll let you have that one um just trying to see what else here just kind of scrolling through seeing what other books are coming out in the new year really curious to see how doomsday clock ramps up really curious to see what they start to do with the detective as it hits a thousand um I'm hoping that that's uh, as big of an event as kind of the action comics hitting a thousand. Curious to see what Young Justice is actually going to be like. I am uh, excited for that book. Yeah. Um, we'll see. The I've seen some of the artwork on the on the Connor Kent thing, and it's it looks as flashy and stupid as 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 I kind of like roll my eyes and hope for. <laughs> <laughs> like. Um, but yeah, I'm not seeing, I'm not really, oh man, 
I really wish there was more solid Marvel stuff, but it's really, it's really the core um, that we've already mentioned. Like if you want, if you want solid Marvel right now, you want to be reading uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, some might even argue that Venom is maybe one of their top books right now, which is shocking. But yeah, I mean it's it's fun and it's out there. It's definitely the crazy. It's the more crazy continuity based one. Um, I say that because as much as I liked Cosmic Ghost Rider, it wasn't a, an ongoing series, so mm-hmm. Venom would obviously hold. Immortal Hulk is getting a lot of of good reviews. Um, I think it's building to something. So if you're a Hulk fan, maybe maybe check that out. It's only got about, um, I think it's maybe 10 issues into it right now that you might be able to to, to kind of pick up and, and come to terms with. Um, it's definitely got a more horror aspect to it. So go in thinking that's kind of what you're going to be getting. Um, yeah, I can't. That's a, that's. That's really about it. I'll see what else, I'll see what else comes out that I, that genuinely surprises me. Um, but those are those are definitely our solid picks for the year. I think that holds. I think it just holds true. What what was what was our favorites from this year will probably end up being some of our favorites unless unless they completely go off the rails. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, all we can do is is be hopeful. <laughs> Helpful. We'll be here every week to let you know whether we like them or not, <laughs> or how little, how how much we hated it, or how little we hated it. No, I'm just kidding. Or in my case, how wrong I was. Oh, I've <laughs> listened to some to of our it. our episodes, and I've caught errors on my own part that I <laughs> am kicking myself for after in in retrospect. But now I do have to say, I'm uh, I'm surprised that Nightwing didn't make your list. Uh, the uh, it's just like a terrible year for Titans characters. It's just it's like yeah. Wally's dead, Nightwing's being bastardized in his book. Dick Grayson is also kind of being bastardized in Titans. Uh, we'll we'll see. <laughs> We'll I, see where in goes. fact, I would say I don't even know what's going on in Nightwing because I've already dropped the book. You've so. already dropped. I was I was actually just going to try and look it up and see. Okay, where's the story at now? Do we have Dick Grayson back yet? No, he's he's Rick Grayson and he doesn't want to be a superhero. Okay. Well, I'm like okay, well you can keep publishing that book for somebody else. Yeah. The. That seems like. As far as I'm concerned, Nightwing didn't survive the head the head wound. <laughs> he's, a, he's another casualty. Oh, Pretty that's much, disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna say we're running long here, so we should probably mention uh, at least in brief some of the ideas or plans that we have for the for the new year. Sure. Um, what can I say? Uh. We've really appreciated our viewership, uh, or sorry, viewership, our audience, our listening audience, uh, as we're not, uh, we're audio format. But um, yeah, like it's it's fun to see that the show is growing, and uh, we appreciate you guys uh, listening, and we hope that we can get some more feedback uh, in in the future. Uh, in terms of content, uh, we have some things planned and lined up. Um, 
well, I guess we could say now for January, we're going to start our MCU retrospective uh, mm-hmm. in in the build up to uh, Captain Marvel and and Endgame. Um, so we're going to basically with that, we're, we're kind of starting our our direction. Of, we're still going to be comics focused, so we're we're not forgetting what we're going to what we do there. So we'll continue with our picks of the week. Um, we're still going to continue with our, our retrospectives on old and classic runs um, and current stuff, too. Um, but we do feel that we, we need to kind of cover, you know, the greater comic world uh, or entertainment world. So we want to cover more of the movies. Uh, it's been fun uh, recording the, the specials that we've done. And uh, I'd like to see that kind of incorporated more into the into the main show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We've had good times talking about um, the Aqua movies dude, that bro. we've watched. Yeah, Aqua Dude, bro. We talked about the Elseworlds uh, in the, uh, from the TV front. So we definitely want to start to uh, to tap into that a little bit more. I know. Um, I want to cover Shazam. It, yeah. yeah. That'll <laughs> be fun. We, we can cover Shazam. We definitely want to talk about the Spider-Verse. We definitely want to talk about, like you say, the new Marvel movies. So best way to do that is do some of these it, other podcasts have done it, but uh, they don't necessarily have our flair mm-hmm. <laughs> for for uh, you know theatrics. I think <laughs> when it comes to the things that we really don't like and going off the rails. So we're going to talk about the Marvel stuff. Um, we're both also um, currently watching and enjoying, or at least I'll say I'm enjoying uh, the the Doctor Who. So we're going to do. We're gonna do a a relook at that once the the holiday special is published. Um, so I think we're gonna, we're definitely gonna try and tackle a few more um, geek and and, and uh, geek related media content uh, peppered in with our our comic books. They'll probably show up in the as as bonus features or uh, under our Elseworlds maybe. Um, kind of banner tagging is is what we've used as you've probably seen on some of our bonus episodes. So that'll maybe be how we, we kind of differentiate those. Um, our, our, like Andrew says, our regular comic stuff isn't going anywhere. We're just going to start to pepper in a little bit more content on additional stuff that we're also interested in. So whatever media is out there that, um, that we'd like, we'll talk about. And as Andrew said, we definitely want to get, um, more feedback from our listeners. So if there's anybody out there that has specific recommendations for us, you know, definitely throw them our way. If there's, if there's classic runs that you want to hear us talk about, let us know and we can, we can start to, to look into how to schedule some of these things. Um, but we just, we, we kind of want to be, you know, as, as self-serving as this is to make it as entertaining as possible for us, we want to make sure we're providing at least some level of entertainment for, of for everybody else. So, I'm excited um, to to introduce sci-fi into this a little more, and and Doctor yeah. Who has has been a favorite of mine for a long time. So I'm, mm. I'm I, we've talked about that a few times, uh, and I think the timing is right once the the New Year special is aired. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could look for that to drop sooner than later. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, we also like want to. We're gonna. We might have some things uh, brewing in the pipeline that we might have more interviews, uh, which we haven't done yet. So I shouldn't mm-hmm. say more. Um, we're looking at at, at uh, checking out having a third rotating chair with some of our specials, and 
you know, just to, you guys might get tired of hearing just the two of us. So we thought it'd be nice to have, uh, you know, additional perspectives uh, and different voices on the show. Um, and yeah, like if we're, we're, we've thought about different segments, or, or sorry, I should say new segments. So if like you have any ideas that, uh, that you you feel is missing from the show, or you want to want us to provide a perspective on, you know, certainly give us that feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely we're definitely the big thing is 2019. We're looking to grow and expand the the Terminal Velocity uh, podcast kind of scope and brand. So uh, look for bigger, better, and more from us uh, as we approach the new year. I know I want to talk about video games a little bit, uh, especially mm-hmm. if they relate to comics. Um, working my way through Marvel's Spider-Man right now, uh, which is, uh, like, spoilers, is a phenomenal game. Um, so I'd love to talk about that in the near future. But that's uh, that's a whole other other ball game. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that one I, I don't have yet, so I have, I have no <laughs> comment on Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely looking to to expand and grow as we as we hit 2019, um, and really make it a a fantastic year for for us in the podcast and for all of our listeners. I guess we could kind of wrap it there. Um, yeah. I just want to say again, thank you for for listening and uh, you know for enabling us to kind of like continue with this. Uh, I enjoy doing this show, and I know Scott does. And uh, we look forward to providing you some level of entertainment uh, in, in the coming future. Yep. So as usual, you can send us uh, an email at uh, terminalvelocitypodcast at gmail.com uh, or um, leave a comment or, or rating on your podcatcher of choice. That's also a great way to not only let us know your thoughts, but also to help others find us. And you can follow us at Comics Terminal on Twitter. Uh, and we are also on Facebook and all the other social media outlets. So um, drop us a line there. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. And we will uh, we'll talk to everybody in the new year. Happy New Year, guys. Take care. Be safe. Bye. Bye.